What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another live wire sports update. And you know what we do about this time? We talk about some Washington Commanders football. Now we know that the Washington Commanders are looking to upgrade, upgrade a offense and a defense in many ways as possible. We know that they already hosted a, a, a buffalo of players from Kyle Hamilton. I mean Kyle Hamilton, um, Alave Wilson. Um, also running backs with um, that could potentially help, you know, with the Washington offense, tight ends, offensive linemen. Um, now, what the, what does this all mean? This all mean that Washington has their eyes on certain players for the upcoming draft, and in other words, it could be nothing. But with Ron Rivera. Um, he had an interview and he was saying that what he usually do is pick the guys in the draft against one another about certain skill set, how would they um, adapt it to, you know, isolation one-on-one in certain situations, which that's all true. And we we all, you know, talked about what could, what could potentially happen and everything. So today I want to dig in um, and a few nuggets about certain things with Washington, starting off with, you know, some of the aspects of draft, talk about Terry McLaurin's situation, talk about um, the hiring of a new personal trainer and the diversity um, leadership, um, fellowship coaching that Doug Williams has implemented in Washington. So let's, for, without further ado, let's get right into it. Hey, so amazing, uh, you see how they playing, uh, live wire, it's all about sports and entertainment, uh, you don't want to miss it, so official like you never seen, keep it going till the whistle blowing from the referee, uh, everything from highlights and stats, you know that we gotta run it back, whether on the field or the court, you know that this is where it's at, uh, subscribe, no delaying, uh, this is live wire, uh, sports and entertainment, let's go. All right, I'm jumping back into this with y'all today, and um, like I said, we're gonna talk about a few little things. Now, I wanna I wanna dig a little bit more into the draft and everything like this. Um, I wanna send a shout out to a couple of guys that you know I, I follow a little bit. Um, well, real rambling, real. He does an excellent job of hosting guys, interviews, breaking down a lot of visual topics that we probably will miss. You know, some of us might miss. Um, so shout out to you. Um, another shout out to another guy that I um, had a um, pleasure of following and knowing a little bit on his channel, and that's Jared's Corner. He also dropped a lot of good content, and he drops a lot of scenarios, which I like, you know, which not saying that we get him, but he drops a lot of scenarios. So shout out to them two guys. And also um, uh, Lockdown Commanders, they also do another fine job of breaking down news around the commanders not just draft wise by but the scandals and all of that great stuff like that and also for yours truly me i tried to bring out just a little bit more in depth of everything that's going on from you know around just around the washington commanders um totally so now the question i'm posing today is that washington draft choices all right, um, 
what do you do with the number 11 pick? Now, before I get too much into that, we already know that DB, um, Terry, Debo, AJ, DK, they all, you know, not participate in certain workouts with their facilities. Now, Debo Sanders has asked the 49ers for a trade. Now, will the 49ers grant that trade? We don't know. But what does that say for Terry McGloin? Well, could Terry ask for a trade? Yeah, he could. But he's giving Washington the benefit of the doubt by still showing up but not participating. And he's also protecting his self, you know what I'm saying? Because what if he got injured, participating, then, then Washington don't have to pay him that money. Now, Washington could look to make a play for Debo Sanders. I think that would be a smart move because, hey, what best way to bring in Debo Sanders, pay him money on top of his contract, pay Terry his money, and you got you got a, a, a dynamic offense that Carson Wentz probably have not had in his career. And that's going back to his days at Philly. He this offense will be let me let me run it down. Debo Sanders, Terry McGloin, Curtis Samuels, Deami Jones, Logan, Logan Thomas. Um then you got then you got um McKissick Gibson right there with you. Come on. You don't think that the skill set of Debo Sanders would not offset the um anything that any defense any defense in the league that does. Any defense in the NFC is gonna have a problem. And I'm talking and I'm talking about as great as Aaron Donald is, is is decent. It, well, I don't think the Dallas Cowboys defense anything is not that good anyway. But anyway, but just think about that. Just think, just think about this. Debo Samuel Samuel's right here. You could use him at running back, wide receiver, slot. You know what I'm saying? Then you got J.D. McKissick that could catch out the backfield. Then you got Curtis Samuel's that could play play wide out. Then you got uh, the um. Deami um Brown there. So there there is so much right there for Scott Turner to manipulate. You know what I'm saying? Because defense now they won't even they Terry will have a a, a a hell of a breakout year. Hell of a breakout year. Because you gotta think Debo Sanders will be like a Tyreek Hill for us. Not he might not be as fast as Tyreek Hill, but he will be that Tyreek Hill for us. Where Terry could get get he could get all it. Then you gotta think Logan Thomas, he comes back healthy. Guess what's gonna happen? He's gonna be able to get the catches. He's gonna be a matchup issue because teams ain't gonna know how to scheme for us. Now, with that being said, will San Francisco trade him trade him? Now watch the offers offer a first round pick for him. The 11th pick and a next year first round pick, I think they they could San Francisco will pull that off. San Francisco will do it because guess what? San Francisco will be right there. They could get their they could get their next wide receiver easily, easily in the game. 
You know what I'm saying? Now, but what if Kyle Hamilton or Olave was the fall to 11? What do Washington do then? Now, mind you, Washington still have choices to fill the safety in the cornerback position later in the draft. Now, they could say, hey, okay, well, we give you my, I give you our first, two first for Debo, and you give me a, you, we, we, you give me um, your late first, or you give me a third round pick, you know what I'm saying, and probably a, a third and a fifth in return. You know what I'm saying? So if you think about that, if you think about that as much as I am, then you you really you really hoping that San Francisco give you something back, probably a third. You probably won't get it. You probably won't get their late they late um they late um um they're late first, first round, but you definitely get something. But if Washington really want to build around um, Carson Wentz by grabbing, grabbing Debo Sanders would be a sweet move. You can't, I mean, if the thing is about winning now, every, cause you can't sit back and wait till everybody else um, make moves. If you're going to make a move, make a move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we might not have a lot of draft capital, but guess what? The sacrifice is great because then you can still fill in some of your gaps with free agency. And then you got to think about it. You got players out there playing in the U U uh, USFL right now. Hell, you could probably pluck some players from there. I mean, you have there's options for the commanders to do. It's not so much based on the draft. Hell yeah, I would love to have a Kyle Hamilton on the on, on the Commanders for defense purposes. Then, but what if you don't get a Kyle Hamilton? You could always bring London Landon Collins back. You know what I'm saying? Then you could still draft someone like a Bubba Bolden in the later rounds, round probably around the fourth round to fill that spot. You know what I'm saying? So you you still have options to complete your team. But to have a chance to have Debo Sanders on your team, I I mean, I would be on the phone with the 49ers right now and say, hey, look, um, John Lynch, what is going to take to get Debo Sanders? You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm willing to give up my 11-round pick. You know what I'm saying? Because you gonna think you got to think. Teams are already going to be gunning. And you got to think the Jets has a high, higher pick than us. Now, will the Jets give up that higher pick for Debo Sanders? Now, will Debo Sanders want to be there? Hell, you never know what the Miami Dolphins do. They might get Debo and Tyreek Hill on the same team with Waddle. That's going to be – come on, man. So, Washington, me personally, I think Washington should dive in depth a little bit more, go all in, and try to get Debo Sanders. You – you, you – me personally, if you have to go over the cap, go over the damn cap. It's all about winning now. It's not, yeah, we don't, we building the roster. We don't got the roster established to a certain point. But 
like I say, there's all there's opportunities out there to continue to fill to build this team the right way. You got to build this team in a, in a, um, in a, in a successful way because the NFC, like I said, the NFC is so much for the taking. Tom Brady is not going to play forever. Aaron Rodgers is not going to play forever. Matthew Stafford ain't going to be Matthew Stafford for long. And guess what's going to happen? The 49ers already looking to rebuild. Who else out there? Arizona ain't really that good. So guess what? Washington has the perfect chance to be a team to talk about in the NFC. They could be that elite team. They could finally get from under the shadow of all these other teams and be and eventually come out of it. And I I say what I give it the next two to three years to come out of the NFC to the Super Bowl. But Ron Rivera, don't. I understand you want to build for the draft, and you can still do that next year, add pieces. But if you want to, if you want to do that, then that's fine. Because teams are looking to move up for wide receiver. And you got to think, Kansas City Chiefs looking for a wide receiver. They could be in play for Debo Sanders. You know what I'm saying? They could give up. They probably could give up both of their first round picks for Debo Sanders. They got back to back first round picks. They could probably give up both of them to the 49ers for Debo Sanders. And guess what? The 49ers are being played to move up in the draft with them picks to get somebody like a Drake London, somebody like Jamison Williams, somebody like um, Alave or or um, a Wilson. You know what I'm saying? But Washington has the perfect pick spot. Why not to why not be on the phone trying to make that trade? Hell, I would. I definitely would be on that on there to make that trade. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, hey, you know what? Let's do this. We we want to win. Let's give Carson Wentz what he needs. Let Carson Wentz know that we got his back. You know what I'm saying? Let Carson Wentz know that we invested in him. Hell, we ain't had a a, a quality quarterback like Carson Wentz in how long now? That's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying right now. We we haven't had a quality quarterback like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's about time. We there the landscape for the commanders is so great right now. And regardless of the outside noise going on with Daniel Steiner and the upper and his the ownership over there with Congress all that, the Washington Commanders still has an opportunity to win games, to make this team exciting, and have these fans coming back to us like they like it's supposed to be. So um, that's why I look at it. That's why I look at that. Now, besides all of that, if Washington didn't decide to make a trade and they kept the 11 pick and somebody like Stingley or Hamilton fall at 11, you do not think twice of that. You do not think twice. You send that pick in and say, hey, I, I'm taking one of them guys. Because that's generation talent. They could bolster up your defense. Jack Del Rio could do a lot of things with that defense. And it could and it could work out really, really well. You know what I'm saying? It could work out really, really well. But if them guys ain't there, then you trade back. But now but like I said, with the Debo Sanders situation, it changes a whole lot of things. Because people are expecting um Terry to say, hey, 
I I I want to trade, but I don't think Terry McGloin is going to ask for a trade. Terry McGloin is going nowhere. He is the Washington Commanders franchise. He is the franchise of that team. You know what I'm saying? He just wants what's due to him, and I, and rightfully so, he deserves that. I mean, he's been putting up good numbers, good numbers with mediocre ass quarterbacks. So why not give this man what he want? You know what I'm saying? Why sit here? Get him a deal. Um. Don't 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 rewrite a brand new deal, but shit, give him a extension of his current deal, and then say boom. If you get him a extension of his current deal, and then you make a trade for Debo Sanders and add and and get him a extension of his current deal, hell, you knocking out two birds with one stone. You got two dynamic ass receivers on your team. Carson Wentz can have a fucking field day, and and. Washington could be one of the top five offense in the league next year. You know what I'm saying? At least a top 10 offense. I say that much. So, and they look, look, defense, like I said, defenses will have to compete. But all in all, with the 11 pick of the draft, I still, I still say after all of this smoke, all of, all of this, Kyle, Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton is going to be the pick for Washington. He's going to fall unless something drastic happens in the draft where teams jump Washington and get Stingley and or Hamilton. And then you have wide receivers left there. And me personally, if that was to happen, then I would definitely will look at um I definitely will look at trying to make a trade. For Debo, I definitely would do that. I definitely would do that because then you already, like I say, you don't have to have a wide receiver to build up to be strong. But you definitely will have um established receiver that's in the game. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but you, even though Debo has taken a lot of hits, but the 49ers didn't have no other wide receiver help to help him either. Yeah, they only had George Kittles. And Kittle, when Kittles was injured, Debo, Debo pretty much had to do everything. He had to run the ball because the doggone running backs was getting nicked up. So in our in our offense, hell, Debo don't even have to be – he don't even – he was probably 90% of the 49ers offense. Hell, we don't even need him to be – 90% of our offense. He could just be him he could be 30 or 40%. You know what I'm saying? Terry could be another 20 to 30 and everybody else could fill out the rest. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, I mean, we don't need him to to carry the whole offense. And that's what will save a lot of wear and tear on his body also. All right. Before I get into my next little segment, um, I like this. Um, um, if you're looking for a good sports on uh, sports book betting uh, website, try Bet on Us. Bet on Us is one of the number one sports books um, betting options out there, and for all your betting needs, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, boxing, or MMA, which you know the Tyson Fury fight will be this weekend so try bet on us um 
the um the number one sports book online sports book affiliation. Now, going into my next little segment, I want to talk about Doug Williams and what he's doing right now for the Washington Commanders. Now, unlike Tampa Bay, Washington, the Washington Commanders, when they when um, they changed over their whole front office personnel being more diversity and everything and having female um, coaches, you know what I'm saying? Just like how Tampa Bay, you know, is doing over there, you know. Even though, with, like I said, with all the scrutiny that the Washington Commanders have over there, they are doing some great things to change the culture of everything like that. So you can't... You, you can't be too down on the team. Yeah, it's disappointing what Daniel Snyder is doing. But at the same time, we got to look at the good things that this franchise is trying to do at the, also. So, like the saying goes, you got to take the good with the bad. You know what I'm saying? So, therefore, where there's every good, there's every bad. So, Doug Williams, we already know Doug Williams is the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl with the Washington um, Redskins. And... He has been a part of the Washington culture for for a very long time. Now, Doug Williams is creating a diversity coaching fellowship to target HBCU coaches. Now, I think this is something awesome because you got to think, where did Doug Williams come from? Grambling. So he has ties down there. So by bringing more opportunity for minority coaches and put them in position to be assistant coaches right away on a team that gives them more opportunity to get higher position or transition to head coaching into the Washington franchise because guess what the Washington Washington franchise has not has never ever had a black quarterback i mean not a black quarterback but a black um coach so guess what? There could be there could be a first coming somewhere down the line. So um we haven't had a black offensive coordinator. We haven't had a black now we probably had black assistants, coaches, you know what I'm saying? We've got a black assistant defensive co coach on our team. But to have a, a black coach or black offense offensive coordinator. Hey, because just say for instance, if Scott Turner don't pan out, and Scott Turner takes an opportunity somewhere else, you can move. You can move up. And um, I want to give a little bit of what's going on right now. As part of the NFL increases its effective to diversify coaching hires. The Washington Commanders have taken a step to offer opportunities to coaches from black historical co uh, colleges and universities. The team announced Wednesday the creation of Doug Williams Diversity Coaching Fellowship is to give diverse set of um, applicants the opportunity to advance their careers while learning and growing with the NFL coaching staff. The coach, the coach selected to be the Doug Williams Fellow, uh, will be hired as an offense assistant who works primarily with the commander's head coach, offensive coordinator, and quarterback coach. The candidate will be evaluated by a group that consists of many Washington coaches and executives, including senior advisor, advisor Doug Williams, 
general manager Martin Mayhew and head coach Ron Rivera and offensive coordinator Scott Turner. The Rooney Rule has, I mean, the Rooney Rule, which requires teams to interview at least one minority coaches for head coach and higher level officers' roles, has been criticized for essentially making a minority candidate go through the hiring process to satisfy the rule, even though clubs have no intention of hiring them. There are only five minority head coaches in the league as we speak. Um, the NFL announced last month it was forming a committee to reverse review the diversity hiring practice. The league also expanded the Rooney Rule to require teams to hire at least one minority assistant for the 22, um, 2022 season. The interviewer at least uh, and to interview at least two minority candidates for top position. The rule expansion also includes women, though they aren't required to be interviewed. Interviewing interviews of women will be included in the fulfillment process of the Rooney Rule. All right. So, with that being said, and we all know the one of the primary reasons of this is because of the situation with um, Brian Flores going on by suing these teams of um certain practices because Brian we all know that Brian Flores was up for um to be hired as the coach um for the, the um the New York Giants in which they have hired Brian a devil over there from Buffalo but then there was issues in Miami where they were saying that they wanted him to lose games also to get a better draft position. He wasn't going to do that. He was in it to win games. So I guess they kind of steamrolled him. Then you got Hugh Jackson and you got other coaches that's on this on this lawsuit right now. So it gave the NFL a black eye. And now that they are trying to revise the Runa rule, which... um. Still, I think it should be more done to that. Also, also I think, um, also I think that um, what Washington doing is, I think, is very profound and very necessary because now that it, whoever they select from these colleges and put them on a coaching staff and develop them, and then they they stay there and and learn, there's a greater opportunity that this this coach could move on to other coaching careers or, or move up into the ranks of Washington also. So it's a great job, a great opportunity. And also it can help them land a college, um, a, um, head coaching job in college football, college football also too, not just the NFL. So what I think Doug Williams is doing is very, very, is very great. You know, um, for those who don't know that with Doug Wheels, I'm gonna go through his little background. He went to, like I said, he went to Grambling and had two different stints as a head um, head football coach for the program um, in 1998 and to 2003 and 2011 to 2013. He also spent one season um, as a head coach at Morehouse College in 1997. Um, as a player, like I said, Williams became the first black coach to select it into the first round um, by the NFL team when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers drafted him at 17 overall. Eldridge Dickey was the first black quarterback drafted in the first round by the Oakland Warriors 
though they were still the AF, um, AFL at that time. All right, after five seasons with the on the Bucks, Williams joined the Arizona Outlaws in the USFL for 1994 and 95. He signed with the Washington Football on uh, Washington Redskins at the time in 1986 after the US, USFL shut down. Williams became the first back quarterback to start and win a Super Bowl when Washington defeated the Denver Broncos 42 to 10 in Super Bowl 22. Um, during the 1987 season, dang, I just graduated. <laughs> um, he has worked in Washington front office since 2014 and is the senior advisor to the team, um, President Jason Wright. So, there you have it. Doug Williams has a very deep background, and he has huge ties to the HBCU, which that will serve boldly for the Washington franchise. It will serve boldly because you got to think our head coach is minority, Ron Rivera. You know what I'm saying? We got Martin Mayhew up there, another minority. So there's a lot of things that Washington is changing. You know what I'm saying? Even though we got a, a an NF owner at the time, at this time. But the bottle lever, everybody is trying to be more business-like. You know what I'm saying? Trying to take things appropriately. And I think this could work. Especially it could work in Washington's favor because it will bring a whole lot of strength, continuity, you know, and envisionment and empowerment to this team, which this team has lost for a long, 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 long time. So now um I would like to take a moment before I go into my last segment of this um today. Um if you haven't liked, subscribed to my content, now I do various teams because they all my favorite teams from college football, NFL, and NBA. And, you know, I do cover some box, boxing um, and um, Major League Baseball. Mo normally my Braves, my Washington um, Commanders, my Miami Hurricanes, and my Chicago Bulls. So if you, I don't have certain, I don't have primary channels <clears throat> for them teams. I just keep it on the one content and you can always check out my play, playlist to see what I, what content I have dropped. Um, but like I say, continue to support the channel, um, continue to like, subscribe, comment, um, I, I do lives every, every, you know, so often try to get certain, certain, um, people on to connect with. So y'all could, um, follow me and them also. Now going into my last, last little segment today, um, the Washington commanders has announced Al Bellamy as the head trainer, um, which I, I, I kind of like, I was thinking about how the conditioning of the Washington Commanders have been over the few years, you know, with injuries and, you know, workouts and stuff like that. Now, we know the Washington Commanders have begun their off-season off workout 
and which is you know the phase one of the of of the season everybody comes in you know get conditioned and everything like that now as bellamy into his second stint at washington after spending the last nine seasons as director of athletic training for temple um working directly with the football team he also oversees all 19 uh temples into collegiate sports and sports and everything so which is good you know that that means you know we i think they also need make sure these guys stay very nutrition stay very um um condition not over condition but just light condition where their bodies and muscles could look look for um but um, some of the things that Washington are looking for is to keep everybody a little bit more healthy this year. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we had a lot of injuries last year. I mean, left and right. Um, couldn't get guys back on the field like we normally do. We had, you know, we couldn't never keep Curtis Samuels on the field. Um, Thomas went out. Um what who um what's um sheriff was in and out of the lineup so we had a lot um chase young went down so we had a lot of injuries that kind of derail what we could have probably peaked at who knows um i think this is a very good move for washington this is very very important for washington i think um just to see them now if washington could get if they could get their dang on feel right i think that'll save a lot of wear and tear and torque on these some of these guys you need natural grass instead of that turf and all that crab grass what they have on there that tears up your ankles and your legs and all of that stuff like that so um but all in all i mean i think right now the i look i, I think the um washington is moving in the right direction I think they are doing the things that they need to do. Um, and I think that when it's all said and done, this team will start start looking like the team that we have hoped for down the stretch. Um, there's, there's so much that, like I say in my early takes, Watson has so many opportunities right now um, to take advantage of certain situations especially from the draft free agency like i said there's the usfl out there they could still probably even though they season going on they season probably ending sometime soon but washington could bring players in from there i'm sure they scouting see who's pretty that could help them out in there if they don't get to fulfill a lot from the draft and that's and that's a i think having the usfl around is going to is going to help help these NFL teams to add more depth because you're not going to be able to draft but so much in the draft. Um, another little tad big I want to touch on that I don't know how much is true, but I have I read something today that the NFL is looking to expand probably to um, 40 teams. <clears throat> And that means eight more teams could be in play. Now, who knows what that may look like? 
I don't know where they, these teams going to be in the United States or outside the United States. We don't know. But we all know that the NFL loves to expand. And I'm sure that they definitely are going to try to expand a little bit more. So with that being said and done, this is my update on week. Um, well, I guess it's my little my little news and notes, you know, for for this week that go, you know going around just catching up on a few things. We still got a um, we still got to next Thursday a week from now um, for the NFL draft. So um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of build up prior to day one of the draft, but. You know, I will be there, locked in, loaded, ready to see what we're going to do and everything. But until then, guys, you know, if anything breaks loose, I'll be here to tell it to you. So until then, be safe, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.